I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk. You've got us on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Porman. Hit us up on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions. Your least favorite collegiate basketball courts in America. Uh, starting to see some of those. I uh, had a suggestion that on the chat line to go look up that we will get to. Time for some headlines. And speaking of terrible courts, uh, that TCU it was was horrible to look at, but the game wasn't much better uh, in the end. You fall 85-78. to 78. Uh, Another big game, however, from Pop Isaacs. He has 25 points. Chance McMillan had 19. I haven't seen an update what was it an, an ankle issue with with McMillan that he kind of limped off on yeah, the court? Yeah, I know he played after that, but I was yeah. I'm with you. I was uh, that was curious concerning. About that. Yeah, I agree. I, I wonder if um, I wonder if uh, well that would be something that Hacks could probably talk sure. about with Coach McCaslin be tomorrow this you know mm-hmm. this time tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow tomorrow's yeah. the final uh, Red Raider yeah. basketball with Grant McCaslin. How I know. I, I remember when that schedule came out and it was basically like you know I think. Five shows all in all in January. I thought, man, could we could we poke one back into February a little bit to be able to hear, you know, kind of. I, <laughs> yeah. I like I said, I think it's been really interesting just to sort of listen to him and to get to know him. But uh, you know, I'm I'm not asking for one in the middle of March Madness or the Big Twelve tournament, but just it'd be be nice to get one pushed, maybe nudged back into February a little bit as the you know as we get past the halfway point of conference. But I'm. That's a that's believe me. That's not a strong I objection say, to anything. I say uh, let's go to the extreme, Gus, and let's book one like mid June. I'm saying April. Yeah, like yeah, like like April. all the way into July. Just April first. Sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> hey, on your way to the final four goes a call. <laughs> uh, Fourteen second chance points for the Horn Frogs last night. Nunskis for you. That's there's to me. That's the number. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, like I said, well. We'll get into more of that. Uh, speaking of Texas Tech, on the good side, how about uh, Reed Collier, Texas Tech men's tennis player? He was named the Big 12 Player of the Week after two singles win uh, wins last weekend in their ITA kickoff event. He leads the Red Raiders with 13 overall singles wins this season and 10 overall uh, doubles wins in his career. He now has 65 singles wins and 51 doubles wins. The first time he has been named Big 12 Player of the Week. So congratulations to Reed Collier. Uh, I have no idea if this is uh, any relation to David Collier, but if it, if there is, he stole the tennis talent from David. I assume that's probably not fair. I've never seen David play True. tennis. Or watch it. Uh, other games in the Big 12 last night. Kansas was victorious over Oklahoma State, 83-54. to uh, Blowout there in Lawrence. And what was another blowout was also in the state of Kansas, but it was the other direction. We talked about this Oklahoma-Kansas State game, Gus, mm-hmm. going into it. And Oklahoma went 73-53. to It was 35-19 to at the half. First half shooting woes for the Wildcats. 
incredibly slow start and now losers of three in a row in the octagon of room yeah and uh of shrooms <laughs> and uh yeah and, and that that shines a uh I don't know, a nicer light on the win this past Saturday, right? Yeah. I th- I, the nice thing with being in the Big 12, and, may- and maybe you can play devil's advocate here and say, okay, well, no, that's the tough thing about the Big 12, is with the non-conference, you don't really have to worry about, uh, or I guess with conference play, you don't have to worry about with what you do in the non-conference, right? Because you're rooting for all of those teams that you beat and stuff to have great seasons. The Big Twelve is going to work itself out, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I still still agree. I think that was a, a really good win there in Norman and Oklahoma turned two losses in a row to uh, putting it on the Cats. Tonight there are two games in the Big Twelve. Uh, Baylor is taking on UCF, both with three conference wins. Baylor with three conference losses, four conference losses for UCF. Knights trying to protect home court there, and then. West Virginia is looking to bounce back from a loss against Oklahoma State. They were the first victim of the the Pokes this year, and they'll be hosting your opponent on Saturday, Cincinnati. Well, and and Clint, to your to your point about that, the other game tonight, the the two games tonight feature our next three opponents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. So if you're if you're ready to do some hardcore scouting, get the old. ESPN Plus dialed up at 6 o'clock because you've got uh, three of our next four opponents right there. Our our next three opponents Mm -hmm. are three of the four teams playing tonight. Uh, And another job position in the NFL uh, has been taken. The Seattle Seahawks expected to hire Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald, and he would be the youngest in the NFL at 36. And not that it, it means diddly here, Gus. But the uh, the age difference to way go young here from Pete Carroll, um, who yeah. who wasn't just decrepit on the sideline or anything like that. It just had gotten stale, uh, and there was the quote unquote mutual mutual separation. Although he went back to a, an advisory role and didn't leave the organization in total. But they go uh, from Carroll to now the youngest coach in the NFL. Uh, who it was Jared Mayo when he was named 37 years old for the Patriots just a couple of weeks ago. And that title has been snatched by Mr. McDonald. The past two years, the Ravens have had one of the best defenses. Uh, so looking to bring some of that mentality over to Seattle. And that is the juice. Uh, this on the Yates flooring center chat line agreed. I hate that court. Uh, go take a look at Oakland University's basketball court or Paul Quinn College's an HBU school. Uh, they have courts that will give TCU's a run for its money. We looked these up in the break. I'd hmm. seen I'd seen yeah. the Oakland one before. That one doesn't bother me. I I've never I, I I hadn't actually heard of this Paul of the Paul Quinn College before. I certainly hadn't seen the basketball court. It's got like the uh, the Dallas skyline on it. That was uh was pretty busy. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it really is. It, it's kind of pretty, but I don't know what watching basketball on that would be like. It's like uh, and and, not not that. And we, it's a nineteen nineteen Dallas skyline. So the, I mean, what's there's some. So they don't even have like the Rangers World Series. Oh, no, Mark, they don't, they the don't nod. Have, what are if they you're doing for Reunion Tower or any of that kind of stuff? <laughs> no, no, no. No Peagle, nothing. No. Uh, 
We got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line question. When will Tadlock show start? That is true. We oh, let me look. Usually that's released a little later, but if we uh if we fight too late in the year with uh McCaslin show, then we would start to eat up into the Tadlock show. So Yeah, uh, that's true. And I think Tim usually does one early. Uh-huh. And then um I think he usually does one early and then a uh um you know, and then they'll be sort of stacked in there kind of in April in the thick of Big 12. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'll I'll, I'll check. And I, I don't think it's been released yet, but I'll, I'll check and see um, what was done the last couple of years and see if we can get a sense of that. So to mention the two different matchups tonight, you have Baylor, UCF, and Cincinnati at West Virginia. Is Cincinnati, I mean, because they're both six o'clock. I know you can go picture in picture, but is, is Cincinnati, West Virginia have more of your attention tonight just because Cincinnati's up next? Absolutely. Yeah. As you mentioned, uh, the Bearcats come, especially with uh, how how last night's game shook, shook down and played out. We'd mentioned this, um, I think it was on Friday. You know, before you had even gone through these past two games. But, like, Cincinnati was around the corner when we were bringing up the rebounding discussion. Mm-hmm. Man, that is uh, – yeah. I think you'll uh, – let me say this. I, I think you will bounce back. I think you will protect home court. And overall, you are a better team than Cincinnati. And this is something that, uh, you know, is a good thing from where you were. You know, la- last night, of course, you're not going to love the, the, the finale – or anything like that, but you didn't walk away going, oh, suddenly this isn't the team right. you thought it was. That's a TCU team that's playing pretty good basketball right now. Yeah, and um, one of the little factoids that we mentioned yesterday, that's, that's uh, I think, of their 10 rotation players. They usually get 10 in the game. They have eight mm-hmm. seniors, and it, and it shows. It's a, it's a uh, you know, I think there's some maturity and poise that comes with that, but it's also a, a physical group. The, quickly, the Tim Tadlock, there was eight of those last year, the first one. Uh, late March, sorry, <laughs> late February, then uh, three in March and four in April. So it really heats up kind of post, uh, you know, once once big 12 play starts. But, it, you know, just based on those dates, he does one right there, right there early in the season. Man, you we are barreling down towards February 16th. Yeah, no I doubt. I mean, it is a couple weeks. right around the corner. It, it is Tech Talk here on Double T97.3 and Double T97.3.com. We'll get a little bit more into last night's game when we come back. Hit us up on the H Flooring Center chat line. Thoughts, comments, questions, your reactions. We'll take all of that there. Back with more next on Double T97.3. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Welcome back to Tech Talk. You got us on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Thanks for making us a part of your Wednesday. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Porman behind the glass taking care of us. We will have the high school fan zone tonight over on 100.7. The score tonight's edition featuring coaches from Friendship, Lubbock Cooper, and Liberty 6 to 7 for that show right here in the First United Bank studio. We got this on the Yates Flooring Center chat line where you can hit us up as well. If it wasn't, for TCU shooting out of their mind behind the three-point line, Tech would have pulled it out. Boy, Micah Peavy, the, it, it was, uh, I just kept on on sitting there, and especially after, because you got off clearly to a great start, 
Right. One of your best starts, if not your absolute best start in conference play, um, where you were really putting it on them. Pop Isaacs was was fantastic. Uh, I hated if you've watched the ESPN two broadcast, the the Chris Spatola uh, champagne popping on fleek call that went to a break, but uh, it, that happened because Pop Isaacs was, was playing fantastic basketball um, and, and was really taking it to the Horn Frogs, and and you jump out to that what eleven point lead, but after that, after that, you know twenty one to three run and all of a sudden TCU immediately grabbed momentum and then really just just found ways to keep you at bay there was like four or five moments where I just sat and thought to myself boy it's just one of those games and I think four of those five or six times were when Micah Peavy was hitting a three maybe Uh, and Tennyson's a good shooter yeah but uh he banked the one in oh yeah that's another moment too right there those are those things yeah and 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 look they did they did the important things too by getting to the free throw line they were sure they didn't light it up but they were 24 for 32 75 percent but it's it's the old the the classic uh, we want to shoot more than they attempt and they Mm -hmm. they excuse me we want to make more than they attempt they made 24 we attempted 14. Um, yeah, and, and, and I'm with you on the PV thing. I, I kept going, yes, please shoot it. You know, because yeah. he, he was out of his mind last night, and that's good. And, you know, those things are going to happen. But on on the whole, Micah PV pulling up for a three, just in, in very general terms, yeah, get it. Keep pumping them up, big it's, boy. It's like it's it's the for, – for what the scouting report was on him, you know, sometimes you, you have a, a terrific shooter, right, on, on your team – and he's going through a rough stretch, but still it feels like from from what you know about him, it doesn't matter if he's 0 for 3 that day or if he's been on a stretch over three games and he's like 2 for 10. Every time that he's open, you were like, shoot that, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, there's a great chance that's going in. That's about to set him up. I was like doing the opposite with Micah Peavy. Like one of these is not going in. Right. And then just uh, kept hitting them. But that's, I don't think that's, like to your point, that's not that's a part of why you lost. That's not why you lost, though. Uh, no. I mean, the 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 bigger factors, um, especially in that twenty-one to three run, it felt like you know it was turnover transition bucket, turnover transition bucket, and uh, on top of that, you also add in like the second chance points. And I just last night I, again, this is not me trying to say the you know the building is on fire or anything like that. Because um, you're still in a great position in the league, and I'm very excited for them to come back to Lubbock. I feel great about that game, but I just don't. I don't, you know, in the in the Big Twelve, you hear this all the time because it's true. Um, I, I mean, it is it is one through five on the court rebounding, and effort wise, and they won that battle yep. in a big way, offensively and defensively. Because as 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 rough as it is to see the fourteen given up on. Uh, your side, you also not having any for you doesn't help. Right. And, and and you've had a little bit of that. I mean, you haven't been just great at that, but they they really just clean the glass. And then you add in the stuff like that where PV is is having a, a night that's way above what he usually does uh, from the outside. And, and Tennyson, who's a really good player, uh, is having, you know, a couple of things also go his way while also having a good shooting night. Um, and it just all adds together. But like I said, it, it's uh, 
you're still in a great spot in the league. This is what was important that so far here early in Big 12 play, you've already stockpiled some wins. Um, and just the fact that we're having this conversation. I, I mean, right now, if you if you told me seven games ago, right now, you're going like, ah, oh, man, well, Houston notched it back up with you with their, with yeah, their win at uh, Texas and your loss at TCU there in the, the first place level. I... Uh, I, I mean, I would have been surprised, and so pleasantly surprised. But the the nice thing, though, too, is now that expecta- expectations, excuse me, change. Now you are here. You can sit. Okay, well, got to rebound better so you don't have a game like that happen again. You know, there was a point late, and and I was, it it, it was in the last minute or so where, and they had already thrown that, uh, um, the the second chance points graphic up there, and I thought, okay, you know. And and it was bad. It mm-hmm. felt bad as the game was going along. Then you go, my goodness, that's really tough. And uh, and and then like right there at the end, I was thinking it was when we had tightened it to three. I, I may be off at that, but we have a pretty good defensive possession. It may have just it may have actually been right in advance of that. We have pretty good possession. Get a stop. They throw up some crap at the end of the shot clock. Hits the rim and they get the rebound. And, mm-hmm. and I thought it led to some free throw attempts and maybe a one for one, one for two or whatever. But but I remember thinking like, dang, of all the you know of all the possessions at all the times in the game, you know, the, you, because it wasn't a hey foul them and send them to the line yet. It was a yeah. let's get a stop. We got the stop and and it wasn't and it was kind of a funky hop. You know, kind of you know I was joking with you the other day about puck luck you know the hockey yeah. adage where you throw it at the net and it hits six things <laughs> that's what some long rebounds are you know yeah. people will lose their mind at games and go rebound you know mm-hmm. everybody can be boxed out and everything but if somebody shoots the 35 foot brick that bounces 35 feet back to the brick layer then those are hard rebounds to get but regardless um you know th- that to me was the number that just that was the kind of soul sucking it was like trying to get the ball back in in a football game to go, you know, have one last crack at it, mm-hmm. and the other team's getting a, you know, get getting a a first down, you know, and and milking clock a little bit more, and maybe that first down's coming on a tipped pass or you know, and it was it was just like, ugh, the, mm-hmm. you know that, and and so I mean, if you gave me one number on this stat sheet, that's the that's the number, the fourteen to zero second chance points is gut as a gut wrenching number. And you know, and Tucson's not going to have eight turnovers in yeah, game very that, often. He he wasn't certainly hurt. Yeah, and he wasn't sharp. But you know, we'll, we'll be all right. I I'm not well, not excited about the loss. I am excited though to see because we're we're finding out you know more and more uh, about Coach McCaslin. The more you get into the season, um, and then you know the the more seasons that you see play out, and and, and you know I I think by by year three, you start to see, you know, every single Big Twelve coach or coach you're accustomed to seeing, and and how how you think of them as far as like, like, oh, is that a great, you know, when he gets a chance to draw an inbound play, you know, he's lights out. That guy's yeah, lights out. Sure. Or, uh, you know, that that coach uh, is known uh, for being able to be a run ender with like timely timeouts and, right. and getting and like something that coaches are, are some coaches are known for like you do not want to be the team that plays that coach after a loss 
right? Right. Uh, and and you're hoping to be one of those programs. Yeah. And so um, I'm excited to see what you can do on Saturday against an incredibly, incredibly beatable Cincinnati team. You're at home. They haven't played just awesome on the road uh, in Big 12 play. Guess what? They're not the only one. Um, but I'm... I'm looking, one, to see if you can win, but also if you can, I think offensively, you have the capability of really putting it on Cincinnati. As much as we say, like, oh, that, you know, the immediate reaction, like, oh, that Cincinnati team's just big, they're athletic, they can really attack the glass, and they can do all these things that are in the hustle department. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other the other side of that coin is, I mean, I, I think if you have a night at home, or I should say an afternoon, you can shoot them out of the gym. And I'm still waiting for one of those nights because it's easier said than done, but it does happen, you know, once or twice in a Big 12 season. And I'm looking to see if maybe that is this Saturday. Need it. That would be great. Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3. We will go back in time when we come back. podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. You know, Gus, uh, if Phil Collins was the host of Tech Talk, he'd probably call it the first United Bank Stu 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 Studio. <laughs> it is tech talk that was that was awful no, i apologize for that i'd like to you formally should. apologize for that joke clint scott dr mike gustafson ben Porman behind the glass taking care of us keep hitting us up on the yates Florence center chat line appreciate all the thoughts and comments we'll get to uh, as many as we can and bounce back to that in just a moment texas hey, tech well you want a little breaking news yes i would love breaking news and wait do, can we hit the sounder is oh, it yeah, sounder it. worthy uh, too late man No, no, no. First. Okay. It's all right. We're good. The uh, <laughs> website called The Messenger okay, um, has tried to do some original reporting. I, I would, you know, just for lack of a better comparison, uh, uh, compare it to like the athletic, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things they did in September, one of the things that they made a splash with, the reason why I've heard of The Messenger is in September they went out and uh, hired – Prominent college basketball personality Seth Goodman and old uh, excuse me Jeff Goodman and Seth Davis, mm-hmm. which are kind of two you know those those dudes are I I can say I yeah. like one of those more uh, than the other and it's not even close. I get it and and this is just but coincidental timing with the one who's been in social media but really look, hot for the last two days but you'd look good in orange both That's of those a stupid dudes, thing to say yeah both of those Doofus. dudes are uh, I I don't know that they're unemployed officially. But mm-hmm. uh, the messenger is shutting down its operation after trying to make a go of it. So I would assume that's, uh, you know, not good. But yeah, that uh, the messenger shutting down their operation, and uh, Seth, Seth, and uh, Good uh, Davis and Goodman are free agents, soon to be. Yeah, and I mean, well, like Goodman has his field of sixty-eight, whatever that you know that that link of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. You know, they're those those two guys are fine. The 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 Goodman thing was just so I haven't watched the documentary. If you yeah, haven't I seen mean, this, the source of the beef. I haven't seen the source of the beef and him just going after 
this no-name guy who hasn't done anything wrong, wasn't doing anything illegal or anything like that, while making a, a documentary that did not shed a very good light on Ed Cooley, although as far as I can tell so far, didn't lie about anything in the documentary. And of course, Ed Cooley didn't make very many people happen with where he was to where he left over there uh, in the Big East. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I'd say I don't think he really cares. Jeff Goodman certainly cares to not put him in a negative light. And then just to go and, like, what did you think was going to happen by just going right. after messaging this random? Like, you yeah, already are viewed and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You're, and, and and you're already mm-hmm. viewed as a clown show in a lot of circles, right? Now, don't get me wrong; he gets a lot of clicks, Absolutely. and he he is good at what he does in the vein of getting clicks and getting attention, right? Yep. And and he is also very good about snaking his way into coaching circles and being their BFFs and holding their hands and loving them till he dies. Um, does all of that so well, right? And there's a reason why he's he's around. There's a reason why he's being talked about right now. But still, like, just the <laughs> the gutless kind of move right there. Like, did, did you think that he was actually going to back down? Or did you forget that you can take pictures of conversations or threats that have been sent to you? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. I was, I was uh, really surprised at how loose he was with that. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just bad look, man. Nah, anyways, I was here for him and all the jokes, though. I was, uh, as, as oh, I've yeah, seen numerous sure. times, I was here for the downfall. Brought although, that on himself. Yeah. And around here, he gets a lot of grief because he's clung to, I mean, he trolls tech fans. I wish I wish we as just a fan base and Bruce wouldn't terms, react. Wouldn't react to him. Yeah, because like, that's get, how it works. Yeah, he's a, I mean, in a sense, he's trolling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, it's like, hey, quit responding to that dude and let him, you know, he, he responds to us because he knows it's clickbait. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he's got a crappy couple of days because his employer's <laughs> folding up. And then, like, he'll, and he'll be all right, though. That dude. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah there's that's, that's one of the other media he'll be, he'll be outlets fine. is going to pick him up because the dude's got a pretty good Rolodex. Uh, all right. So, Texas Tech, of course, on the short end last night, Gus, uh, against TCU. You fall 85 to 78. Doesn't go your way. Uh, Sky is not falling by any means. You have a chance to bounce back against Cincinnati uh, on Saturday at home. But as we look at the game last night, Coach McCaslin uh, talked about what happened after having an 11-point lead there in the first half. Yeah, they went small, and we got in foul trouble. And, you know, and Warren Washington's such a big part of what we do. And then when we had two guys in foul trouble, uh, Darian Williams, Warren Washington, then Kerwin, you know, like we just, we're not built quite there at that depth for us to withstand that in an experienced team on the road. And that's where I've got to do a better job of helping us get those guys prepared so that we don't have that big run that happens on us if we have to go deeper into our bench. And... Their switchability when they went to that small lineup, I and mean, that's a heck of a lineup. And they've got guys that can play um, and have experience in this league. And you could tell we got rattled in that stretch. And um, that that's something that we'll get better because of. Are, are you surprised, or I should ask, as surprised as I am with TCU this year? Um, I, I mean, you know, they had some success last year. And and all of those old guys are back. And so, 
you know, I, I don't, I mean, I don't want to write the, I don't want to close the book on him, but, um, um, I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to write the book on their season or anything yet because we'll, we'll see, but that's, it's a veteran club. And I say that not that, not that there aren't other veteran clubs around there, but they had a lot of returners mm-hmm. from a good team, which is the continuity thing that you don't see so much these days. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah, guys and, in the program, yeah, that are, they they know Jamie Dixon's you system, yeah, and which you just don't see that anymore because a lot of times you can go out and get a better player from the portal and and bring him in, and you know, and and Tech has done that, and so, but but I would think that having guys for a second and third year who are key contributors on the court, you know, every isn't every coach going to say, yeah, I'd rather have that than a bunch of new guys, mm-hmm. even though. Our coach has done a great job in molding these dudes. Aren't we all going to feel just that much better if we can talk about, you know, Devin back next year? You can get Walton back. You can get McMillan back. You know, if those dudes come back, I mean, like, and to have Rokan yeah, and get Dar- Pop back. Darian I mean, Williams, Pop. Yeah, uh, I mean, right, the, the, and then, I mean, you can go past that, like, to Lamar Washington mm-hmm, and Robert teams, Jennings, yes. hopefully taking a step forward. And, right. Yeah. You got it. No, that, yeah. I mean, absolutely right. So, anyway, I, that was the fact about them coming into the season. A lot of veterans. And and so that's played out. Now, you know, and, and, I, and I thought the first time I really sat and watched them, was them and Lawrence to open Big 12 play, and they got after Kansas in a way that I was like, dang it, these guys really are good. Yeah, I mean, they, depending on how you look at it, I mean, they they threw every Mm -hmm. single thing they had at the Jayhawks and were two points away. And it was just one of those, uh, you know, if if they get a couple calls there late, probably walking out of Lawrence with a win. Um, And... To your point, I guess I had just put in, I had put so much stock, and look, exa- everything I just said about like Robert Jennings and Lamar Washington, and you know, you wanting to get everybody back and hopefully taking a step forward. Well, other teams can do that, and clearly that's what happened with TCU. I just put so much stock into the way it felt like Mike Miles. It's like that last right. year, if he didn't have a good game, they didn't win, and even though they had all of those key contributors back. They weren't difference makers last year, and now every single one is a difference maker over there, and they're a great example of why the Big 12 is so tough to play against. Do I think that they're a true, I guess, threat to a a Big 12 championship? No, but, I mean, no one's saying right now that that TCU team can't fight their way up to a a three-seed or two-seed or or, or, a way high seed in the tournament. You wouldn't think that nobody's going to be clamoring to play those dudes in March. Yeah, or, or the, like the other side of that, they could be a that eight seed or you know something like that that a team draws going oh, why them or like right. in the second it's round they're the ones coming and crap, and man. there's and and there's so many Big Twelve schools that fit that bill. And they dust right you now. by fourteen. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hopefully, yeah, it'll be fun to see us go at it with them in what three weeks. We'll get a, another thought. From McCaslin on the other side. Also get some of your thoughts and comments from the Ace Florence Center chat line. Keep hitting us up. It is Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3.com and Double T 97.3. 
<laughs> said that backwards. There you go. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Borman behind the glass, taking care of us, trying to keep us in order, uh, doing a fantastic job. As always, 6 o'clock tonight, 100.7 the score. It is the high school fan zone. Coaches from Friendship, Lubbock Cooper, and Liberty will be right here in the first United Bank studio as well. So before we uh, throw it over to four non-blondes and find out what's going on, let's uh, get another thought here from Coach McCaslin. Uh, and he talked about the thin margins in the Big 12. Oh, I don't need this game to know the margins are thin in this league. <laughs> I can tell you what it is. I've told these guys what it is. But the expectation is what it is, too. I mean, we, we play this game to win this league. We don't, play this, we don't play this schedule to see how it works out. So the expectation's the same every night. It's, it's unfortunate I didn't do a good enough job to help our team in this situation to, to win this one. But they had a lot to do with it. I mean, it's a good team, man. It's an experienced team with a great coach, with a great plan. And they were scoring at a rate tonight that I thought had us on our heels and uh, just didn't do a, a good enough job rebounding and, and uh, being physical. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of the things that we had talked about earlier in, in the program, but uh, that is, you know, we can you know kind of just – beat this conversation to death because we do but it's also because it's true and it's honest that you're in a conference that there's not really a team that you can you know lose the rebounding battle to or the turnover battle to and then still win like there's just not that team in the conference maybe you can say okay well uh, like an Oklahoma State but but even then like that that is your bottom end team right now and that's a team that is incredibly young of the freshmen who are playing they got two of them that play significant amount of minutes in this league for the poke so that doesn't help um even then like i don't when you when you see the cowboys i don't want to find that out that discussion right and you lose some of those thin margins on the court and see hey can we still beat them that'd be a fun thing to find out i don't i don't really want to do that i don't want to play that game it's playing with fire um, and, uh, that's what last night, you know, some of the important things you lost out on. So, and yep. then you lost the game, plain and simple. Yep. All right. Let's find out what's going on. What's your, uh, what's your go-to pizza place, you know, picking up or delivery, anything like that? Oh, probably not. Uh, you know, it, it kind of depends, but if I'm getting calzones, I go see, uh, The answer to your question is probably Pizza Hut. Yeah. All right. On mm-hmm. the delivery deal, I'm just thinking through like our, what our what our practice is. Um, you know, I usually get Dario Dario's out there in Milwaukee. Oh, for, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I still haven't been yeah, over there for some calzone. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I need to. But Pizza Hut probably yeah, absolutely sure probably yeah. the leader in the clubhouse there's for a plenty lot of, of people. good don't get me wrong we give big capital pizza whatever yeah there's no, no go no, ahead go, there's go, a go, lot go. of places where you go there's nothing wrong with that i'm not going to be upset ben do you have a, no, 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 a spot i concur with gus yeah that's the hut's probably my mine well there's a pizza hut by the way bring back the uh more places with the buffet pizza hut was that i mean do you remember like when i think of pizza hut growing up as a kid when I think of the old Red Cups, I think of uh, their, was it, uh, AR reading pizza parties over there. Oh. And like their little individual ones I'd give you as a reward and stuff. 
Um, and I think of more pizza huts with the uh, buffet. Uh, I just don't run into those as much. It's kind of that's what's wrong. We need to bring them back. That's just, this is my stance. 2024 is the year we bring back more Pizza Hut buffets. There is a Pizza Hut though, Gus, in Canada, who went under a little bit of hot water, and then it breezed over and turned into jokes because someone <laughs> didn't pay attention to spell check when putting up a notice. So this oh, Pizza no. Hut in Canada, a put up a sign to announce that they were only going to be open for takeout and delivery uh, and we're, we're going to be allowing anyone inside the restaurant. Okay. Right? Um, so this is the quote oh, that wow. was on the door for everyone to see and somehow, by the way, in the picture that I saw, made it to the door, was taped. So this has been in someone's hand. Uh, due to unforeseen circumcisions, oh the gosh. dining room will be closed Come this on. evening. <laughs> Sorry for the Come on, dude. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> somebody typed this out, Gus, and somebody taped it to a door I wonder if and somebody didn't, didn't catch it. Auto-corrected it. Yeah, but still, I mean, you the, like the, it is a printed out piece of paper and it made it all the way there. You're so um, dumb. Oh, man. Of course, there have been several jokes that have been made, like dinner has been cut short. I guess they're making uh, some staffing cuts uh, and also no tip required. So there you go. It has been fixed and they have apologized. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the new sign happens to say Dude. circumstances. That's the words you were looking right. for. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Is that an autocorrect or just... that's what that's what they said. They said uh, that be. it was an autocorrect issue. Yeah, just somebody typing it out and yeah. not not getting a little and not check paying attention. On that. Yeah. Oh my uh -huh. gosh! They have a uh, <laughs> they. I tell you what, it's it's worked out though. I guess they have some sort of five dollar promotion for pizza up there now. So okay, there you go. So just uh, look for jokes like that, and then you can reap the rewards of some value pizza. All right, uh, we're, we're telling old tech basketball <laughs> memories of back in the old days. Of I forget what it was. If they scored a hundred points, you take your ticket stub to the take. This is probably mid eighties. Take your ticket stub to Pizza Hut and get the personal pan pizzas when those were kind of new, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and get like six. Grab like the because the tear the stubs and put them in the trash can just mm -hmm. right there. So you go pick one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> And then there's like six pizza huts around town. And so you just go get you one, 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 one. Now, I, I never did that. I did it with cheeseburgers. They were good when you turn in your turn in your phone book for recycling. Uh-huh. Um, like your old yellow pages and that kind of thing, back when phone books were a big deal. You could just they'd give you a free cheeseburger for and so I had a stack uh -huh. of those things like my mom worked up at Tag Dad, or like all the old new phone books. Come, hey, give me all those phone books, and I had like twelve of them back there in the back. And so every day, drive through cheeseburger, boom. But did, and this is college. Did, did, stuff, did, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm assuming they figured out what they were doing. Or like, man, Gus really likes to call people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna, gonna be, make sure he has everyone's number eighteen times. If they ever make car phones, man, he's gonna be so busy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, yeah, I can just remember that with the Pizza Hut and just dudes like, you know, call it. This was college stuff. Guys would go get him and 
load them in the fridge, you know, and have leftover pizza forever. And you mm-hmm. talk about an intense fan base. If you got near a hundred or whatever the number was, get to ninety-seven. Wait, let's go. <laughs> our, like our lives depended on my uh, starvation unless we get to a hundred. My version of that, like when I was at LCU and then fresh out of LCU, uh, was one Lone Wolf was still alive and kicking. R.I.P. to Lone Wolf. Um, it wasn't like walking around or, or you know, you know, collecting, I guess, things out of the back of phone books or like like coupon hunting, something like that. My thing is I would play this game where uh, I would just walk around the dorms as I would see people mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you got a spare quarter? And then rack up all those quarters and then walk over to LCU with or to Lone Wolf with like $5 oh and just feast on tacos. It's fantastic. Well, with 39 centers, what were they? 50, 49? Boy, they, they rose. This is inflation. Yeah. Everything's so expensive. You know, when I first got here, they were 69 cents. Were By the time, nice. you know, they, they'd worked their way. Yeah, nice. They'd worked all their way up to like 99 cents. I'm thinking a of big the, jump. the 39 centers when I was in college at Taco Mayo or one of those deals. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was that was pretty good stuff. 39 cent tacos. Go get a couple of hard shells with a dollar. We have some thoughts on the uh, Pizza Hut story on the chat line. We'll get to that next. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. It is Tech Talk here on Double T 97.3, double T 97.3.com. Clint Scott, Dr. Mike Gustafson, Ben Poorman behind the glass taking care of us. Keep hitting us up on the Yates Pouring Center chat line, thoughts, comments, questions, reactions, all that welcome there. Get your questions in for Ask Tech Talk. We'll do that in 15 minutes. You know, Gus, before we get back to some Big 12 basketball talk, you know, we talked earlier uh Seahawks job taken up by defensive coordinator for the Ravens, Mike McDonald. Yeah, now the youngest head coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm, 36, a year younger than Jared Mayo, who is just seems so old at 37 <laughs> right. compared to 36, right? Huh. Uh, what's interesting about that connection-wise is that's a job that Dan Quinn had been linked to. And so uh, I- I've seen some... Of course, the defense didn't play great there towards the end of the season. As good as they were through, you know, the first half, mm-hmm. felt like that kind of broke down a little bit more and more to the rest of the season. Where I viewed the the Cowboys defense from, you know, personally from maybe the elite stance down to still the good mm-hmm. stance, but then just had some. It certainly didn't have a great game there in the playoffs, but no one for the Cowboys had a great game in the playoffs no. in the offense. It's hard to, to, to point at the defense whenever you're throwing interceptions. Too. Right. Yeah, so no I'm not trying just to circle that, but I had, I have seen as far as the support system, um, because one, the, Hey, who, who would be better than who you have now? Uh, the head coaching kind of conversation you know, there was the push, okay, well, why don't we just push up Dan Quinn? And that got real quiet. Sure. And then even to the circles of, you know, I, I think he interviewed for four jobs or so. Um, one of them, you know, he was linked there to Seattle. 
to uh, boy, I kind of hope he gets that job. Like th- those kind of circles. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably not excited about the news today. I, I'm <laughs> I'm not here. For those saying, who wanted him taken off your hands. Yes, didn't that, happen now. Yeah, he he did not get swept away um, by the CX. I'm I'm not one sitting here going like, boy, Dan Quinn, you no. need to get him out of there. Um, I just think that that is a little interesting link yeah, there. I, I think stability is the right thing for that operation. Now, can you take more steps forward to consistency defensively this year? Yes, but, I mean, you've got good pieces there, clearly yeah, good no young doubt. pieces. Yep. They're a healthy cornerback, um, corner uh, back next year. Yeah. <laughs> cornerback back right there you go yep um to add into hopefully you know deron bland having i i I'll, I'll say this gus i doubt he's having the same exact year he did this season um but hoping you know as a young player that uh as you add in a big piece that you were missing all year that you have a lot of money spent on with digs sure that's something i mean you I, I think you you need some linebacker help probably some interior defensive line help there still as well too but i mean that's what yeah. draft and free agency yeah, is for absolutely and uh, yeah, that, that, again, the, how the, they draft the, the contract talk yeah. though comes back into it from the other side because that's easier said than done. So, oh, just go grab a you know off of the go find the linebacker off tree, the linebacker tree. Yeah, yeah, you know that that middle linebacker who's going to stay healthy all year and you know can shut down a tight end when he's asked to in pass coverage and is there to stuff the run. Just go, just go pick that guy <laughs> off the yeah, tree. Go get one. Go get one of those. Because they're going to be replacing what. Um, What's his name with the neck injury? Uh, Vander... Vander Esch. Yeah, Vander Esch. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, it, that looked like a career ender, right? Sure, surely surely they're drafting or handling free agency accordingly, right? Well, and the, the Vander Esch thing is when, is he's, it, when he's present, he's a great player. Yeah. But, the, but the this isn't new. Yeah, this, this neck thing's new. chronic this in a way. This has to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, this like not the last straw where you're angry at him because you feel for the guy right um yeah i don't think this is a situation where he's not taking care of his body i think it's yeah if i had to guess it's probably wear and tear from all the car wrecks he stuck his head in on right <laughs> yeah figuratively football wrecks yeah. you get what i'm saying yeah. but yeah that dude's been a hard-nosed guy for a long time uh, some wear and tear yeah and, and it's, it's tough to walk but but organization wise yeah, they, you, got, you have to figure that yeah, out. Like you, 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 you are in the know now. This like time this around, this is a known yeah. yep. situation. If, if that, that Van Der Esch been... wants to come back, that's fine. But there's a, you know, there's a second round pick over there that he's going to compete with or share time with, and maybe tutor. Who you're, knows? You're, but, yeah. you're doing yourself a disservice if you're planning on that for a full season mm-hmm. at this point because you've seen that story too yep. many times. And that's not being harsh. That's just the business yeah. side oh, of it. Absolutely, sure. Uh, you know, wanting to see that all year. Uh, Gus, who who's going to win the Big Twelve this year? In hoops, yeah, who's going to win it? You're going to tell us this basketball league this comp, this season right now. Right now, I'll, I'll stay with Houston. What Hope they... I'm wrong about that, but yeah, I, I just I don't know where their losses are coming from, and I'm not saying there's not some more on the schedule, but you know, and now a couple key injuries, you know, anything happens, sports. That's why we love it. But uh, I just—it's not obvious. There's not this obvious stretch on their schedule. Like they're going to drop three out of four right there, and it feels like they bottomed out. Feels like Shed is elevating his game. Of course, they're an older roster as well. Feels mm-hmm. like Shed is Shed is now 
putting team the team on his back yeah again and again and again and and uh with just really outstanding play in a way that you go man that's uh that's uh you know it, it that has to be accounted for i mean to me they look more and more like a final four team than they do a team that's not going to win the big 12 so um again hope i'm wrong but uh so yeah. as you know because you are clearly in the thick of it right now um i i know this is a shocker even with just two losses now you're still on pace as of now uh to be in the thick of that um you are already i agree Absolutely. like you, you are you are lost counting so this goes back to the same question that we had on monday right like i don't really want to root for texas right but I mean, that feels like one of the games that this, was a swing game to me right and, and i i think this saturday is a huge swing game because if you are looking for losses well there's a lot of people clearly right. who have historically lost at fog allen if they were to go in and beat the jayhawks which i don't think is an insane thing to say especially right now and they have a question around kevin mcculler right now who sat out last night they clearly have depth issues if they were to go get that one I mean, I don't. I don't see as of right now. I get. Oh, that, I get that there's yes. there's a long there's yeah, a, there's still sure. a lot of Big Twelve games to be played. Right. But man, agree, it, it, it just feels like you're running to, out of to time. To me, there's yeah. your, there's your, if you're doing the sure. win and loss counter for them. That almost feels like if you were to pick out a a a before nine game mark tombstone. It's that one right there. Totally agree, and and this is one of the games that's probably been circled, maybe for going back to, you know, October or whatever. But surely, as the non-conference unfolded, and it was like, yep, they're pretty good. Yep, they're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they play each other twice, you know, and 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 they're going to Fog Island, one of the most challenging environments around. Uh, I mean that that that's one that's been circled. For a while, and and a lot of folks, I'm sure the ESPN's not sending the the you know the D and E crew down there to do that game. That's going to have some <laughs> eyeballs, and and uh, yeah, that, that's that's going to be a good matchup. And it's a we're going to film this one on our phone. We're going right. to live find, the, find us live on Twitter. We're going to do and, a Twitter space for it. Yeah, and by the time Tech tips off with Cincinnati at five o'clock here mm-hmm. in Lubbock, that that game will be wrapping up and. Uh, because that's a three o'clock game, and so that'll be uh, that'll be one to keep our eyes on as we're enjoying that game. And you know, Tech with their own set of challenges with Cincinnati. Again, we'll have time to get into that matchup as mm-hmm. we go. But that's a top rebounding team in the Big Twelve there, and and rebounding was a, a bit of a problem last night. But I, I would think that this has a, a uh, for most teams in the Big Twelve a similar feel as far as conflicting interests. With like that Texas one did, because I don't really want to root for Texas. Don't really want to root, you know. Yeah. Don't want to see Kansas get another win at home, but yeah, and 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 I could I can answer that in the same way I answered the Texas conversation the other day. We've still got a crack. We Texas Tech still have a crack at Kansas. They're Mm -hmm. coming to Lubbock in two weeks. We are done with Houston. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah. So so it's a little bit easier to justify us putting on our blue you got extra blue shirts that we can all wear there for a couple hours or clint i think i have some despair yeah, you probably sure it is tech talk here on double t 97.3 double t 97.3.com when we come back it's ask tech talk get your questions in we'll take whatever you got
Keep it right here in Double T 97.3. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.